We're coming to the end of Joshua chapter 17, where the Israelite tribes of Ephraim and Manasseh are getting their land allotment in the promised land, but they get their land and there's a problem. They have more people than there is land to take care of those people. They've been blessed tremendously. There's been lots of growth in the families. And so they come to Joshua and they say, we don't have enough land. And Joshua says, well, okay, that makes sense. So let's, let's find some other land for you. So he points out some other land and he says, you can have, you can have the hill country there. That's, uh, that's great. You can have that area over there with the forests over there. And they say, well, well, no, I mean, thanks, but no thanks because there are some troubles there. The hill country is great, but that's not enough for us. But then that forested area, uh, that's, that's going to be a problem because there are people there and there are people there who are stronger than us, bigger than us, and they have better weapons than us. They have iron chariots that they're, uh, that they're going to use and it's going to be just lots of trouble, lots of work, and it's not going to go well. And so we don't like your idea. Come up with a different one. <laughs> In other words, what they were facing was, it was too big. They were too strong. And when they looked at themselves, they were too weak. And so they felt afraid. Just like we might sometimes. When we look at life, when we look at the enemies that we face, the sicknesses, the troubles, the challenges, they're too big. They're so strong. And when we look at ourselves, I'm too weak. I can't do it. We get afraid. So Joshua heard all of that. He heard the arguments. And he said, do it anyway. Do it anyway. The, um, the enemy is real. They are very strong. He acknowledged that. Yeah, they do have iron chariots, and we don't have anything close to that. But you can do it. You can still do it. You know what all those concerns or fears have in common? They all attack faith. You know, faith believes that God is with us. Faith believes that God is good. Faith believes that our God is strong. Faith believes that our God will come through for us. Faith believes that God is bigger, that God's plans are better, that God's ability to get you to where he wants you to be is, well, he's going to do it. Because that's what he promises to do. That's what faith does. It believes all those things. And so when we're afraid that there's something here on earth, there's something in my life or even that there's something inside of me that's going to stop that from happening? It's not faith. Look at how completely Jesus died to clean up everything inside you and me. Look at how completely he rose coming out of the grave, proving he really is more powerful than anything that you and I ever face. Look at how perfectly and completely he loves everyone in front of him, everyone that he has made. 
and for much longer than you and I have loved ourselves or loved anyone else. He was thinking about all of us way back in eternity. Look at him. And remember, remember what his disciple John wrote? He said, the one who is in us is greater than the one who is in the world. The one who is in the world, that's always Satan. That's the one who's been let loose for a time with restrictions, but he's been let loose in our world. And his only goal is to destroy our faith, to chip away at it, to make us afraid. And his power is great. It's very real. But the one who is in you is greater. And who is in you? The one who crushed his head. The one who crushed the serpent's head. The one who died and lives again. He is in you. And he is greater than whatever it is that makes you afraid. And because he is, and because he is in you, you can do it. You can step into whatever's making you afraid. And you can be confident that God will continue to love you. You can do it. Rest well tonight, my friends.